made out of. Can we? All right, chat. Can we not make dark lording a thing, please? No, let's not make dark lording a thing. <laughs> We're not dark. Let's not make dark lording a thing. What are you all doing? God bless, dude. Unbelievable. Wow. Oh, I shouldn't even said that. This is what happens. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> is there a skill tree for dark lording? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, guild. Yes, some corruption. Wait, what? It's called corruption. <laughs> it, is car it is called corruption. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Samorg, joined today by our returning Pathfinder, your favorite dark cult leader, <laughs> Armored Cell. Greetings. Good to be back. Yeah, man, definitely good to have you here, man, as always. And we got we got we got something from another Pathfinder to read, and we'll get to that here shortly. Welcome into all of our homies here. Yeah, he just subtly decided he was gonna go and say something. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about it here shortly. But before we dig in, I uh, gotta give a big shout out to the home of this podcast over to asheshq.com, the community curated website for all things ashes of creation. Um, you know. Also, shout out to all the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch over on YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Speaking of the week, if you want to do us a solid, as always, you can go over to our pin post over on Twitter, the social media that I, uh, one of many that I am now starting to not use anymore, but the pin post is there. All the link to all of our podcast places at Ashes Pathfinder. You go over there, check it out. Uh, go over to any of the places, give us five stars, leave us a comment. If you do, we'll read that here live. Um, speaking of live, you can notice that we are missing a Pathfinder today. Sir Daedalus or Dark Day Day is gone. I was going to try and wear his shirt in, uh, in sort of like, I don't know, you know, camaraderie or whatever, and like try to like, oh, he's not here, but. He's here in our spirit or whatever. I didn't get to do that. You know why? The fucking shirt shrank on my ass, dude. Or my arms are just getting bigger. One way, probably both. But like, it was just so tight here. And I was like, oh my God, what is going on? I only washed it once. Damn thing's an extra large. What's going on? I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to have to like lose weight or stretch that thing out or something before I can put it on again. I wasn't up for the challenge today. Uh, can we talk about... Uh, this but you know what how have you been doing armor cell how, how you been doing since last time man i'll be doing pretty well doing pretty well i i've once again been playing a bit more deep rock um nice because it's normally a four player game but we, as i said i keep we got this uh mm -hmm. new mod that allows more for four players so we all our, all my friends have this one mod mm -hmm. so let's jump in whenever they want we had like seven people on last night and it mod modifies how strong the big creatures are. Mm. God damn, having seven people in it is just absolutely a clusterfuck. You, you just can't do anything. Because, like, there's all these big-ass creatures coming at you, all these bugs that are shooting at you. You can't be... It's, it's, it's a hellscape. It's an absolute hellscape, and I loved it. Oh, man. You know, I got to... Um... I've been doing all right. I, I got... Let's yeah. see. Beginning of... Oh my God. Was it beginning of, what was it? We, our last podcast was before the 4th of July, right? So 
Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the fourth was cool. I, I, I dropped some pictures in discord and, um, you know, if like some of the fireworks in the backyard, basically you can just chill out back and just look up and people are just popping them off all over. So it was like super cool. Um, I watched that. I like submitted my manuscript to the editor. We don't her to do her thing. Turns out I'm going to have to change the uh, cover artist, but I actually was able to sort of like work that out. And I've got, I've got a different artist who's going to be working on the cover art actually. Um, yeah. So, um, but that guy's like good dude. He's like perfect. I'm going to have to like share it in discord. Yeah. If someone, someone remind me after the podcast, I do a little bit of time where I'm like doing streaming and stuff and, yeah. feel free to remind me or whatever but i need to drop that you guys can check this guy out it's good man he's gonna be he's gonna be stellar for the cover art i'm like pretty stoked okay. um, that sounds great yeah like i mean it's yeah I'm, I'm like really looking forward to it um but we got a comment over on our ashes pathfinder uh sorry it was actually over at ashes hq we got a um what was it a uh a comment from a, a particular uh individual individual yeah a murder bunny Faisal decided he was gonna go oh. he just went to like some old short and he just ran he just <laughs> he just subtly went in there and just like all nonchalant was like ninja looter for life dot 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 and i was like that sounded like an omission to me of guilt for him not me so Faisal, love you buddy but um that seemed like that was much more of a uh indication about your own character than me just because of whatever just because people are talking about basil stop being a bad bunny make good choices my friend i hope he's doing well though i haven't i haven't talked to smack yet but i saw that and i was like basil buddy so um yeah so the ashen forge had steven on today it was not long before our podcast so unfortunately yeah. I, I haven't had any time to to watch it. Um, I did. I guess we could we could talk about anything we do know about it so far. We'll absolutely cover that next week. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I gotta say is I saw in our Discord they mentioned some of y'all mentioned that I guess the Bard's not gonna be at the beginning of Alpha Two, but will be. No, no, no. The Bard will be, but the uh, Summoner no, won't. Yeah, the Summoner will come later on. So. So that made me very curious, obviously, like what I mean, okay. If if they're if the bard is fleshed out for the start of Alpha 2, but the summoner's not, to me that that sort of denotes that the bard's in a good place now. Yeah. Or at least getting there pretty soon. Which makes yeah. me think so Bard showcase when? Yeah, I think that that's gonna make Dayless very happy. No. I know. Any luck, he'll be here for the next time we can like totally nerd out about that a little bit more. Um he's gonna he's gonna yeah. love the fuck out of that. Yeah, I know I know there's some some fellow bards here in the community that are probably uh that are probably watching that are probably thinking the same thing, which is like, oh yeah, I know Cheryl's like you know, looking forward to the bard. She's one of the mods here in the community, obviously. And um, uh Magister just said no also no neighbor or no Tona. What? I can't be Tona. That's all right. I'll wait. I'll wait for beta. Wait for beta. <laughs> I know. We need to see the Tolnar sometime soon too. Like that's the that's the one race that's really not been shown. We got like the head headshots and the variations, like the core variations. And the yeah. And the feet. And the feet, of course, the toes. The toes of yeah. the toes, the, the claws or whatever you want. 
or you want to look at that. Um, like yeah, you tainted, tainted the tone as soon as you did that. I know no, the tone art. Cool. I was like, oh no, no. Yeah, she tainted them. <laughs> Man, <laughs> today's gonna be an interesting one though, because we're gonna actually go back a little bit and talk about something we haven't discussed in a while. We haven't talked about role play stuff in a while, but today's especially important because of the fact that anybody especially important because we haven't talked about role play stuff in a while and i don't believe we've actually like had a focused discussion around role play with you on the show it, yeah. not really, no, not really. We, we've kind of like you know it's been there in passing and been like a side topic as we're talking about other things but we haven't like made it a focal point so the dev discussion that was recent which was uh, uh what was that what was the damn thing that was dev discussion 53 on role-playing which uh, I'll get the date at some point here, uh, but it's been like several weeks. I think that actually popped off before or around the time that we got the last dev stream. So yeah, yeah it's gonna be interesting. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit today. Seems like a good opportunity to let uh, the dark cult leader here shine, <laughs> shine. Um, we'll definitely talk about that. And we've got the Q and A that we didn't touch base on from the developer stream that we still needed to go through. Um, mm. Which means next week we're looking at that being the 16th of July. And we'll be discussing more concretely at that point, some of the Ash and Forges info as we finally gather all of that. And yeah, plus, um, the article. plus, yeah, the article. So we'll, we've got a good bit of stuff to get us through between now and the end of the month. Um, yeah. which I'm assuming they're probably going to do their dev stream on the 28th. That's a Friday. Since the 31st is Monday. It seems very likely we'll get it on the 28th, which means on the 30th, we should be doing our post dev discussion chat here per the usual. Um, I'll, I'll let you focus on the dates. Yeah. For me, I'm like, it's just one day, it's yeah. one, one long day. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what they showcase. I'm still kind of curious if we're going to get, I'd like to see more crafting stuff, but um, what was it? So crafting and crafting, and what was the other thing that was on the agenda that they mentioned? Uh, can you correct? Remind me real quick. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Mentioned a couple things that. Oh, nodes three. That was it. Potentially nodes That's three. Right. So I feel like we nodes three and four. Yeah. So nodes in general, node progression beyond. Mm. Yeah, beyond send two. Nodes. Yeah. So we'll just say nodes. Yeah, send nodes. So we got nodes <laughs> coming up. Crafting's definitely coming up at some point. As I look at it, we're in July, August. Well, we got August, September. I mean, they were getting into fall already. So uh, yeah, they already knocked that. They already knocked out two. So we're not. We're also not doing naval, and we're not doing Tona. So yeah. that's two that we can knock off. Yeah. Oh, and um, and summoner. So that's true. Summoner, right? So with, so that's that? making the list go smaller and smaller. So shrinking it down. Yeah. Still so need a. Go on. It could be Alpha 2 and Christmas, maybe. It would be a good Christmas present. It would be a good Christmas present. I feel like Alpha 2 definitely wouldn't start until after the holidays, though. Yeah. But... Or after, but like, announcement on Christmas. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably, like, end of the year. We're not, well, they already said, like, end of the year to early next year is going to be... Yeah. I, I still am kind of... Don't hate me. People, people don't like it when I do this, but usually I'm accurate when I say these things. I, yeah. I go, I, I I look at it more realistic and I account for error. 
and problems and things that can come up. And I base it all off of my experience watching them develop so far and seeing what timelines tend to be like based on what they're showing us. Right. So there's not like a science to it. This is just me going based on my experience. I'm don't hate me when I say this, y'all. I feel like middle of next year is more likely for Alpha 2. I could see back end testing starting sometime around the end of the year, early next year. That's my but I always I always like to go with more giving more them less. more space. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I try not to go for earliest possible and go for like the mid to later part, you know, but again, when I say summer, that's my, my ETA is always at earliest at earliest. So I got it right with alpha one so far. I've, I haven't really assumed I've never really assumed it would be as soon as some people want it to be, but that's also the nature of things. Um, okay. Let's take a little look here. So what, what do we want to do? We want to do the Q and a a bit. We want to talk about the, why don't we do the role playing? You want to do the Q and a or the role playing first? What do you think? Let's, let's do the Q and a, let's you do, do the Q and a, knock that out. And we'll yeah. do the yeah. end, end with the dark, the darkness. Yes. Also, I saw some things in chat that like, just cause Daedalus isn't here, that that means it's going to be a, like a darker stream than usual. I find that insulting. Number one, y'all. Um, it's like, you're trying to, trying to say that, it's just come on you guys come on i'm a light bringer can we talk about it for a minute we'll be darker uh, it's coming from one of my own mods i don't really know how to feel about that um oh wow and subscribers that's that's even even better i don't know what to say there um except for... might just be going under a transformation at the moment he might be back, <laughs> be back a little bit different yeah that's good man <laughs> um so why don't we go and jump into the Q and A? All right, let's go look. There's not a very long Q and A for the la for the last developer live stream. Mm -hmm. um, let's only hit the first one. Uh, will it be possible to choose a direction your freehold plot will be placed in buildings within your freehold, or is it determined beforehand? Uh oh, no paladin, no lie. Oh, Daedalus is here. Snap. Uh, yeah, there is. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, whatever. So. Let's go in and talk about this. <laughs> Transition right on out of that. Um, yes, you can manipulate the orientation of the freehold plot and buildings and items. So makes a lot of sense. I know we talked last time about, you know, the fact that there's different building sizes. Yeah. So I'm curious how much versatility we'll have over or agency over over like the actual placement of everything including like potential crop areas um well if you remember like yeah. the the um the tables when they move the tables like the items would like randomly change around oh, like, yeah. they did, like the, they did that like well, that was like years ago now but they did do like yeah. a randomized sort of i remember item shuffle yeah so i'd like say it's it? some, yeah hmm. You think it'll be like that to where you sort of like move something and it just sort of like rolls the dice and adjusts everything else? Yeah, that's what I think. It's like, um, so that the freeholds, not freehold, the buildings aren't going to look the same. Like if you move it slightly to the left, it might like move the logs around or like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You see that in chat too, don't you? You see that? The Ashen Herald. Yeah. Dark Day Day. And I think Faisal yeah. was referring to you, bro. Dot dot dot. You trying to throw shade is just so do man shaking my head. No, it's not. 
right you know what i you know what i think would be really cool though is like to be able mm. to what i think would be cool is if you got like your overall plot size right yeah and then is i feel like this would be very much a modular design which is something that we've seen uh yeah. run pretty pretty much you know across the board with everything they seem to be working yeah. on you know from like armor armor design to to you know uh what the freaking caravans to, to all the things. And so much less key. Yeah. And if, if they're going to stick with that modular approach, then like, you know, to me, I, I also kind of see it as like, and it seems they're kind of going for that. Something maybe similar with like the crafting bag or the, whatever the inventory that they're going to do, where it's like Diablo style a little bit, you know, where you got like tools that are certain sizes and things like that. So what I'm hoping is, is that you got your plot right and like it's open but everything based on size or whatever it is sort of has a specific sort of cutout yeah and then you can sort of like flip and maybe rotate that you know to like kind of face a certain direction put it up in the corner or wherever but you've got so much space and there's maybe so much um uh what's what's the word i'm looking for here like cushion outside of like the boundaries of that yeah. You know, and you've got like your yeah. space to where you can place things. And I'm hoping that it'll also work similarly with just things like yeah. light poles or or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, like things. If, you, if you looked at the um the actual buildings themselves, there was like a there's actually quite a lot of room around it. But I think that's for because I'm level one at that point. Once you go to level one, level two, level three, it's gonna come out further to take up yeah. that extra space that was around it. I mean, that makes sense. I think it would be good to do it that way. And I think that that, you know, cause like being able to like adjust the orientation, um, you know, like they're talking about with buildings, and items. I mean, that, that feels sort of like, sort of like building in, in like survival games where you get to sort of flip things. You get it in housing too. I mean, it's not like yeah. you get that in housing as well. So, I mean, it seems like it would make a lot of sense to sort of take the housing design and, you know, sort of across the board, sort of apply that to everything. Um, where it's applicable, like God, all yeah. this disturbance in the essence. <laughs> oh, well, I'm looking at this chat as so I can. Oh, is he air looting in our <laughs> chat right now? Daedalus is air looting, and that just became a thing. I feel yeah. like that's like a future emote, right? We're gonna do the air loot, <laughs> air loot. Um, dealing speech bubbles. <laughs> yeah, speech. Uh, will you be able to keep your mounts on your freehold plot to move freely about? That's interesting, man. I mean, first they got to yeah. work on the T pose thing. I know it'll get all yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, I got a, I got some feedback on this, but let's get the answer first. So there are a number of types of ways that creatures can uh, be acquired. Some of them in a mount format and can be used in a livestock placement on the freehold. From a cosmetic perspective, there's not a system in place as of yet. That's pretty cool though, because I'm hearing like long term, maybe it probably will be. Yeah, would make sense. Um, well, I like that. I like having all these little creatures running around your your freehold. I, I feel like that's that's a, that's a good time. Like that's yeah. Like you put like that's one thing I liked about Wales when you caught a pet, it'll be like follow you around, and that, I actually quite like that. Yeah, and I do too. And I, I've always appreciated like the op the option to sort of like take the things that you've collected, like whether it's like an animal or like a trophy or something like mm. that that like you've you've earned. Um, or even if it's something like you purchased and you just have like on hand um, to be able to take that and like sort of 
utilize it in 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 housing in general i always feel like that's important it allows for more customization and things that are like important to you as the as the individual player um so, I mean, yeah if you if you want to go one step further on that like with the of the balance mm-hmm. it's body right with the um the mounts like a different sort of like i've i've seen that in the in the command logs and stuff before so i'm wondering if that you can actually like decorate your mounts like mm-hmm. maybe like give them like a different haircut or like a, a trophy or like mm-hmm. you know you know what i'm saying like just just pimp out my mount just pimp out my mount yeah on leds or like oh my god leds <laughs> Where's my RPG lights on my mouth? Yeah, yeah. RGB lights on. Oh, I, okay. I actually did see a, um, a post on the, but they did a lot of it saying, um, what mounts would you like to see zombified? And I actually commented, it's like, Stuffington Bear. Make Stuffington Bear zombified. Does some stuffing come out? Yeah, now that's that's a that's a cosmetic I would get. Zombie, zombie teddy bear. Interestingly enough, we currently have on um, our Streamlabs chatbot, we've got the raid function where you do exclamation raid. That feature might be going away in the future. I know, sad face, as I move oh. towards a cloud bot and just sort of make my life easier. But one of the the custom NPCs I put in as an option is the corpse of Stuffertons. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love to see that because that would be an amazing sort of shout out to. You know, just something that we've kind of enjoyed laughing about here in our own community. So, I mean, I think dark Stuffington would be better than normal Stuffington. Just sort of like something ripped up. Dark Stuffington. Could be patchwork. What would a, yeah, what would like a dark it. Stuffington, how would that look? Would it be like a corrupted bear? Like that'd be a little be easy. A little, yeah. Yeah. That little, maybe a little bit corrupted, but I'm thinking more like instead of it being like a nice clean teddy bear, it's more like a worn out teddy bear. So it's got like patchwork on it. Maybe it's like got some stuffing coming out like some stuffing coming out yes yeah. <laughs> that's great dude <laughs> stuffing falling out is just like moving around just sort of yeah. like dropping yeah like look, yeah yeah that's great like trello stuffing, <laughs> stuffing it's like your where's our corpse of stuffingtons i don't know follow the stuffing and by the time you yeah. find him he's all skull like fur and bones or whatever right oh god it's just a saggy fucking it was all empty. Oh God! Oh, this is a good one on uh, seasonal sort of uh, approach. They said, "How many times a year do you suspect that most players will be moving residences based on the player cities being eliminated from sieges?" That, oh, that, that was a good question. It's a good question because it's going to give us a bit of an idea. Well, let's, oh, what let's they see expect. What, yeah, let's see what they have to say here. It says it's very important to remember that Ashes is a PBX game, and it means as these systems are designed and integrated they're done so in a competitive viewpoint freeholds are one of those systems very much so although it is something that is cyclical there are too many variables to give an average so you didn't get a whole lot from that right in terms of what what are we what are we going to get an answer on what do they estimate um or maybe what i was hoping to see is what are they really maybe testing for um because they've had that remember they've had that what was it the uh they had like this generated uh, video for nodes at one point, and it was basically going through all the calculations and stuff. Um, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. You know, I I wonder I wondered if maybe they had some sort of analytic number based on testing. You know, even if it's done through computer testing, to get an idea of like what yeah. maybe they expected that to be. 
unfortunately we didn't get that um but the reality is is that your field's never going to be there forever and it yeah. is it's going to be a cyclical process and i got to say some of the concerns i've seen um i think it was off of the last week's podcast some comments yeah. were talking about um how much they had a lot of concerns about freeholds being something that you weren't really going to be able to achieve on your own unless you were in a community that was basically like really focused on getting that and like splitting those responsibilities. And, you know, we talked about the family system last time. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely a pretty significant amount of concern. And I think that there's something that Trevor is going to have to be able to, um, find a balanced approach to. Yeah. And I think that is on two, two parts of the equation, right? I don't know what the right answer is, but you've got the people that aren't going to be in these massive guilds that aren't going to mm -hmm. view getting a freehold specifically as min maxing our stuff and things processing our families, whatever the case might be. You got, you got the group of people that are focused on guilds and family system. And then you got yeah. the people that are like, look, I'm not going to be in a big community. Maybe I'm primarily doing it solo and I pug stuff, whatever. But I, as an individual player, will play enough to where achieving the acquisition of a freehold is possible. But is it only going to be possible if I'm in a big enough community, right? We're doing it on my own isn't going to be possible enough, regardless of yeah. how much I play. And I feel like it's... I know Ashes isn't a single-player game. I know that. I know, I know. I agree. But there are still people that play MMORPGs. They still do rating. They pug it. They do a lot of the content in group, whether it's, like, groups that are formed up, whether it's friends. But they don't... They aren't in big guilds, man. They And there's still people that play MMOs like that and engage in the, in the, in the group content without being a part of a massive group like a guild, etc. Um, so I do think it's important to find, like, a balance between... The individual player who will play enough to be able to, you know, acquire a, a freehold based on money and whatever they're willing to do, yeah. even with a few friends versus the the guilds and the big communities that are going to sort of like focus on that. Because we definitely see there's going to be a bit of a land rush. Yeah. So oh, one thing I would say about that yeah. is um, as, a, as a smaller group or even a solo person, I'm going to say like you probably could still get to that level it's just going to take you longer like that's the whole point of groups right groups are more they consolidate all their resources to one thing but yeah. the groups should really be going for the um the guild the um the castles the main thing is that's what i think they'd go for um i'm going to assume that it's going to be like some sort of greenhouse with the castles so this is maybe i've already watched a little bit of the the q a from um the ash forge and they mm -hmm. did mention that there would be like uh, community like growing areas for in the ash in the nodes. So I'm hoping that's going to be the same thing for castles as well. So that means the if that's if that is the case, I'm just assuming. But if that is the right. case, then the guilds won't need necessarily need another freehold. They could probably just grow from their castle. So they might not need to go after like the castles are going to be what's what the guilds want. Like as yeah, a larger a guild, I feel like they're gonna go for the castles. Um, if they're a smaller guild, then they're gonna go for the freeholds. Um, that's a fair point. 
So that, that's where my main concern was coming from because I was like, oh no, if I don't have a freehold, I can't grow anything. I can't grow animals. Right. I can't do animal husbandry. But if you can do that within a node system, like they've got like a community thing, then that's fine. Like I, I feel like I'm willing to wait until I can afford to get a freehold. And then when I do, when a node gets crushed eventually, mm. I'll go and t- go get a, <laughs> go pick up the ashes and go grab someone else's uh, freehold that they left behind and start off with where they left off. Okay. I, I might not be able to get the first freehold, but I feel like I would be able to get one eventually when a node falls. Um, but that's that's the main thing, right? Like the longer you take to get to it, once you get to it, I think it's going to be more rewarding because, like, if you just get handed a freehold day one, oh yeah, I agree. I'm not going to appreciate it. I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, no. It's not going to be like if everyone got a freehold, everyone would be like, eh, cool, whatever. Yeah. Now that no one, not now, not everyone's going to get a freehold. It's like, oh no, I don't get a freehold. I'm yeah. feeling like I'm missing out. But you also got to remember, right? Like, if everyone's got a freehold, who's going to be in the city? Like, you want people to be True. in the city. I feel like there should be some sort of benefit to being in the city opposed to being in a freehold. I definitely like, I don't agree. know what, the, what those benefits are going to be, whether or not you get, like, a like a discount to shops on the inside because you're living in the inside, so you're paying more, like, you're paying taxes or I, I don't know. But I feel like the people inside the node should get some sort of benefit. Mm. I don't know what that benefit could be. It might, actually, the main benefit would be it's, it's like you can't be killed within the node, right? I just think that would be an interesting thing to lock behind, like the mayors too, because then if they yeah. increase more agency for like the the mayors to sort of like listen to their people and potentially act upon what the you know the predominant consensus for the majority might be or what whatever their yeah. decisions might be, however they decide to go about doing that, I think that would be pretty cool. I don't like in some ways, you know, it's like we're all just talking about ideas and. Uh, yeah. you know, obviously Ashes is going to be in a lot of ways very different from any of the other MMORPGs I've I've played. Um, certainly there's going to be For some sure. things that are similar to a lot of the games I've played and everything, but um, yeah, but like things like having a mayor and <clears throat> all of those different um, aspects that go into how you select a mayor based on the no type and, and yeah. all of that. I mean, there's like, there's so much more depth to what they're going for than it being as simple as, uh, you know, if you don't have a freehold, you're missing out. But I agree with you. Yeah. I think it would be really cool for there to at least be some potential option um, to, to sort of maybe provide a perk for the individuals who are like in within the city itself, metropolis, whatever. Um, well, can you be killed inside the, tro- the cities? I think you can, right? Um, sorry, I see some getting pinged in chat. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to get distracted. Say it one more time. <laughs> This isn't that type um, of podcast. I don't know. I'm, ign- I'm ignoring that. I don't know what that is. Can you say that again? Um, Sorry. Can you be killed in the node for memory? Can you be killed in your node? I believe you can. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, I'm sure you can. It's well, not... there, but there'll be guards and stuff, right? So guards. There will be guards. Yeah, there will be guards. Yeah. Um, I don't know how strong their guards are going to be. I don't know if they're going to be yeah. like ESO guards where they're like gods, or if they're going to be yeah. like. World of Warcraft guards, where like you know, you just kite them away and and DPS them down. Eventually, make your way, or if it's somewhere in between. Um, yeah, yeah, because like they've already mentioned, like your your freehold isn't safe. Yeah, so, freeholds. Um, maybe, yeah. maybe maybe if you got guards roaming around the city, you're more safer to be doing your gardening, your animal husbandry, mm-hmm. and all the rest of it because you've got guards watching you. Whereas if you're in your freehold, 
you're, you're just cutting your corn and your your potatoes and all of a sudden you get ganked and you lose all your stuff that's just tough luck you decide to live out out of the walls yeah. that's what happens so here's here's uh here's another question that they had from the last dev stream is there going to be an upkeep to freeholds and nodes and if not provided will degrade the freeholds such as materials provided to keep things running so through the artisanship and processing mechanism fuel is a gathered element however if we're talking about a material maintenance for the actual freehold itself no however there's a tax system which requires taxes to be paid taxes depending on the number of types of permits so i'm this is something that most of us here have known i'm curious about the the types the number and types of permits piece and how that'll actually factor in yeah yes and daedalus is right you can't be attacked in your house yeah the house is your safe zone and in your um yeah people can still camp out their way for you though yeah yeah because there's no teleportation or anything so mm. if well, you're inside, inside the family system anyway which yeah outside the family work. system yeah which I'm I'm wondering about that. Like since since freeholds are going to be like a a pretty strong focal point for family systems. Um yeah. I'm wondering if like part of the you know the teleportation thing is like I don't I don't know exactly what they're going for with that, but I I'm yeah. starting to I do I am starting to wonder a bit if that's that's gonna be like a component to part of freeholds or like I don't know yeah. if it'd be like, oh there's like a hearthstone sort of situation or or something yeah, different. I'm still, I'm still iffy about that. Like, I, I just, I don't know how I feel about the teleportation. I know. Uh, I think that's a, that's another like hard point for me. I'm just like, you're meant to make traveling meaningful, but then you're allowing people to teleport to their family. I understand, like, you don't want to have to run thirty minutes to go be with your mate to to go play the game, but at the same time, it's like, do I really like? I don't think you should be able to have resources when you're doing that sort of thing. But then at the same time, like what's stopping you from carrying like 50 swords that you've just crafted, teleport to your friend at the neighboring node and then sell them. Yeah. Cause like, it's like, like yeah. yeah. Cause you've got like the teleportation that's going to be, you know, built into the um, superpowers of specific node types and, and everything. I don't Unless, know. Like maybe there could be a perk within the node that allows you to take a certain amount of items with you. So like maybe five items, like which is like peely pots and all the rest of it. But if you got a different perk or buff, it might be like uh, seven or eight. Maybe. You ever you realize it's the it predominantly they they just focus focus on griefing me like every yeah. every time, right? I yeah. don't get I get like maybe ten percent <laughs> of it on regular streams, but during this podcast, it's like. At one hundred percent threshold every time. They 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 love seeing the, the light going dark. That's that's the thing. That they 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 like your underdog story. That, We've seen this too much. We've seen this too much on social media lately and other places, right? You just want to turn someone into the bad guy and you push them as hard as you can until they break and you'd be like, ah, we were right about you. We knew this. We we wanted to we wanted to point out we were right about you. That's what they're trying to do. That's what I think's going on here with these people these friends in chat well when i first came here that's, that's exactly what i thought i was like this guy this guy's putting on a facade he's not light I no, see you the oh, <laughs> no you didn't no you did not no that's that's what a dark overlord would say to try to try to bend 
someone into their cult. Mm. That's what that is. Which we're going to get to that soon. Let's get through these questions. Yeah. Um, will there be a quicker gather function in your field? Yes, there will be different types of tools and machinery to plant multiple seed types in your field. Uh, that's part of your progression. The same is true about uh, quantity, quality, and speed of processing. That's going to be interesting. I wonder. I wonder how much of that is... I mean, I feel like a, a big, big part of that might be at least partially tied into some of the, um, the the trees, the skill trees that are tied into the building types and whatnot. Yeah, the, um, the arcane golems and stuff. God, that arcane golem just looks so freaking cool. I hope it looks really cool, too. You know? Yeah. Like all arcane and shiz. Instead of just being a stone golem, general. Um, we'll that would be to... arcane engineering, too, wouldn't it? I hope so. I mean, they, I mean, that would be a really good use for any of the uh, different um, artisan. I mean, I think, I think it would be a win for Ashes to always focus on trying to like remain interconnected between artisanship and um, yeah. just w master artisans and artisanship as a, across the board. Um, the more interconnected the artisan trees are with you know interdependent between one another yeah. the better it is for the game as a whole because anytime a game uh an mmorpg specifically uh creates like a fast track option to where something's no longer utilized or or just you know um trivializes some aspect of artisanship then it artisan or professions whatever you want to call it they just end up being lackluster as hell in my experience yeah you know, War Warcraft. i hope for a dlc they add um they add like Warforge. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of them before in D and D. Warforge. So Warforge, yeah, Warforge are like pretty much like uh, sentient uh, arcane golems, and they've got like different materials that they're making made out of. Can we? Oh, I chat. Can we not make dark lording a thing, please? Dark lording. No, let's not make dark lording a thing. <laughs> We're not dark. Let's not make dark lording a thing. What are you all doing? God bless, dude. Unbelievable. Wow, oh, I shouldn't even said that. This is what happens. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> is there a skill tree for Dark Lording? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Guild. It's called corruption. Wait, what? It's called corruption. <laughs> it, is car it is called corruption. And just because there's red in my background doesn't mean it's corruption. It just means it's a red light and I enjoy the color. Just like. I would say, and there's more blue in the background today, too, by the way, friends. Dark Lord is mad. No. Okay. Continue forward. This one's about guild halls. We'll get to the Dark Lord and, and, and corruption stuff soon enough when we get into the role playing because we've got a cult leader here. Right. Don't yeah. we? Yeah. And it ain't me. Although, it is still tripping me out that you've got my face in the hood behind you still. <laughs> Every time I see that, man, I don't even know what to say. Okay. We gotta get dateless and back here too. How would you dress? What would you do? What would you do? What would your idea be if you did that? Dateless. I'm, I'm just getting I'll get away a little plushy too. Air looting. <laughs> no, I'll get, I'll get a little plushy as well, so you can go to here. <laughs> on each shoulder. Yeah, dateless gonna be on the other shoulder. Right, that's right, because you're gonna have like the 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 angel and then the demon or or the dark. Yeah. You know, ancient. Oh God. Better Dark Lord Sims foot. Uh, there he is. He can, he can just be up here. Where is he? My camera moves. I don't Daedalus, know I could get behind that for my alt. What's Daedalus saying? 
uh, need to suggest to Steven so he can give you an appropriate skill tree. <laughs> oh my god, I still can't believe you got that, dude. Okay. On the guild halls that we talked about earlier, talking about, like, this is going to be a stronger focal point for guilds, more likely. <laughs> Will guild halls be able to build uh, high-end crafting stations or otherwise different mechanics uh, from freeholds? There's still an active discussion on guild halls, so Stephen does not want to say anything about this question. Uh, that that kind of leads into some not just speculation, but um, personal perspectives on that. What do you think about that? Uh, uh, he, thinks it, he thinks it's a good idea. <laughs> For their, I don't know, man. <laughs> that because this is one of those things, isn't it? Like if if you make it to where you can do it with a guild hall, then maybe freeholds won't be utilized as much. Yeah. Right? I could undermine the, the potential for what a, a freehold can be. Oh, I gotta stop looking up at the screen. Enjoy yeah, it, look, chat. We got a Dark Lord. A lot of new people don't realize I've got a little plushie of you. <laughs> no, they didn't. And it was a very interesting day when I, when I saw that um, on the show. Yeah, you left me alone for like a week or two weeks and I got, got very lonely. <laughs> Couldn't do a stream and he was like, well. It, it appeared in the mail. So I didn't even order it. Oh my God. You just tell Sim that you're feeling lonely and it just pops in the mail. <laughs> it's not coming for me though. So I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, are you safe while on your freehold or only while in your freehold? Only safe space for the freehold is the home. Within the home's footprint. Mm -hmm. There we go. So there's gonna be a lot of people hiding in bushes outside of freeholds. Yeah, you can go over there, and be harvesting your crops, and someone's gonna gank you. Yeah, because they can't steal your crops, but they can kill you to steal your crops. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So make sure you, if you want a freehold, go in the desert. No one can hide in the desert. There's a there's the sand. Oh. No, no, there's no, no. Murder bunny face will. You just, you just see his head like pop out of the sand. It's like, comes, yeah, comes out. I'll have to contest that. Murder Bunny Faisal, he would. He would. That's true. Um, could, could you give us an idea on how durable a freehold is in case your node is successfully sieged? Sim on his army of alts. It would never be an army. It would just be one at a time. Okay. Because I don't have the patience for that. Answer. This is a balanced question that will be tested. It could scale depending on the participants of the siege, but right now there's not a direct answer. Oh, that's right, because they got to attack the freeholds after the... Uh, so they attack the node first, and then they attack the freeholds, right? Well, how durable is a freehold in your case? So my understanding is that if a node is sieged, like, there's like a timeline before your stuff's basically just sitting there in a bag or whatever. You got to collect it, right? Okay. Could have sworn they mentioned like um like all the freeholds are like free game after the node's been successfully sieged. Like they can start attacking those freeholds to try and get the loot. I'm sorry, but everybody. I, I used to have this stuff on tap better, but the problem is when you start writing the book, you don't have as much bandwidth for all the stuff <laughs> you used to focus on. Okay, that's all I can tell you. Uh, but we've got Ashes HQ. We've always got the the Ashes Wiki. So. Um, yeah. need a clarifier, uh, go searching. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so everyone check <laughs> Ash's HQ. Yeah, I think that the command should work, right? Three old. Yeah, as long as I got the 
Streamlabs chatbot up anyway. After the Siege Reels are open for attack. Okay, they are open for attack. God bless us an extra layer of stress then, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. So they, what happens is they attack the node, and then everyone in the freehold starts freaking out because if they fail, if the node falls, Dolls, you're yeah. next. So yeah, they're really coming for you. Like, oh, and you God. can't like grab all your stuff and leave because you get locked down at that point. <laughs> so if, if you're like the number one blacksmith, you'll have like a oh. bunch of like war- warriors just sitting outside waiting for the node. Oh to my fall, God! And That's... you're gonna get ganked. That's legit 100%. scary, dude. That is legit scary. It is. You imagine being one of those freeholds that's got like maybe a little shop. So this is probably why you don't want to sell where you make your stuff. Yeah. Because if you sell where you make your stuff, people are gonna know where you are. And if your node falls, they're coming for you. Coming for your loot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So less and less I'm thinking of freeholds for me. <laughs> Keep it all in a safe space. No place is safe. There's literally no place safe in this damn world, is there? There's no place safe. Your node's taken out. Your shit's up for grabs. You got your stuff in your inventory and you're running somewhere. Some of your stuff's up for grabs, uh, you know, harvestable materials, etc. So, that's cool. No safe place. No. No, no safe places here. Nope. Could you give us an idea of how durable... uh, a freehold is in case you're notice. Oh, they said, yeah. yeah, I just did that. Uh, okay. Will world bosses take part in the NPC sieges on nodes? And will you be able to use a monster coin to play as those bosses? Oh, wow. You got so excited. Yeah, I called it. I called it. <laughs> I, I, I felt like this sort of thing. Oh. Sorry, I'll let you continue. I haven't, you haven't even finished it. Haven't even yeah, it's okay. It. It's okay. It's good to see that oh. you're, you're full of joy, my friend. For dark things, by the way, uh, that yes. is <laughs> that is the intent. There are very rare and legendary monster coins that could be used on Tumok. The monster coin is used exclusively for assaulting nodes, not defending. Please, do you want to share your your thoughts now, oh dark one? I I just love the fact that you could become like we mentioned this last time on the podcast, but I'll say like what is Q and A? Like I'll say it again. I I love the fact that you can become. The legendary creatures yeah, too. so that means you could become the maybe the, the wyverns the dragons the, like the the kraken thing the um uh, the, 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 that's the one you could be him too <laughs> oh my god your excitement level just <laughs> how how is that going to attack like a, a, a node is it going to launch like bloody island node maybe maybe like yeah, an no, island node. Like. yeah how, how's it going to attack land though because it's got legs i don't know maybe something like, like a giant axolotl Spew some water or something over, huck up some of its like you know corpses. That's insane. Much down on the in the open in the open sea or whatever. The only reason why I thought that he might be able to take control over the creatures is because Stephen said he would take out control over the creatures because he thought it'd be funny. There like is... if you're taking if you if you're taking on two marks or something, you'd take it over and mm. completely change the mechanics of the of the raid just to, just to mess with the people trying to kill it. The dark bloodlust is real. What was going on? Uh, that's that was for you, Ayla, or, or for you, um, <laughs> Me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't, but there's no denial in my heart. My heart is black, and I will accept myself. You need to accept yourself, you need to be true to yourself. I'm this, this is a my main character is always a light bringer. Just because I'm an alt character who might be a dark overlord doesn't mean that I 
As he unless paladins suck. Unless paladins suck. Paladins suck. Fair. I'm going. I'm going filthy rogue or something. Yeah, I'm gonna. So we'll we have a little chat with Stephen. Make no. sure we nerf the hell out of. No, uh, because paladins. we need good paladins and MMO, dude. There are MMO paladins and MMOs usually suck. They suck. They have potential and they never live up to that potential. We need we need good paladins in MMORPG for the love of God and all things holy and or corrupt. Can we please just get paladins that are made good for once and just keep them good, just keep them meaningful, right? So they're not passed over all the time for freaking the the you know enhanced chamois or something. I don't know, whatever. Maybe, maybe we should make um pallies like fully RNG. So like, no, my really, God, really dude. No, so there's no like no. You guarantee. keep you <laughs> keep that you need to keep that for Baldur's Gate, bro. Okay, we, you, you can keep that shit for Baldur's Gate. We're not doing that. We're not doing that here. No, no, that's too dark. That's way over the line, bro. Way, way over. I, the I line. love you. You're losing your shit. It's like, don't you touch my pelvis. <laughs> don't don't do, do it. it. We need them good. Someone, you guys agree with me, right? Paladins usually suck so bad in MMOs. They're so disappointing especially when you go and invest so much time to get to the point where you can really enjoy them and then they just never deliver there's always someone out there just blowing you up it doesn't matter how much you min max your character you just can't pull off the numbers and you're going yeah but they're not gonna have you know and they have like add-ons and stuff sure sure but you're still gonna know your character's weak I'm gonna laugh. They, I'm gonna laugh. They add like an extra zero just for paladins, <laughs> so, so so it makes it look like you're doing more damage, but you're not. Oh, that's so wrong, <laughs> that dude. The numbers. Oh, that's horrible. And make them look good too, like visually the effects, you know, because they can't. They're either broken or weak. They 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 eat. They are like you get you get like a new ex, uh, new DLC or expansion, right? And they're just like overtuned, and you go full shock it in in a BG and just shock people. Holy shock people's face or something and then they they tune it down and now you're back to being garbage again so you're either like too strong and broken they got to tune you or when they tune you, you just now are just trivialized beyond all recognition it's true yeah story. i agree I, I agree with a lot of people in chat saying if you're if you're the paladin's weak maybe your faith is just weak that's not you true you need to upgrade you need you need no to it's not true that's religion. not what that is that's not what that is don't blame it on the person behind the avatar okay no you no. need to have more faith in your god, otherwise you're not going to have enough power. Add a zero. Okay, final question before we get to the dev discussion, and then we're caught up on things minus today's discussion on the Ashen Forge, which we'll have to actually talk about in in you know. Long, yeah, once we actually dive into it. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to ha have a chance to watch it. It'll be on my agenda for tonight and probably tomorrow. I promise. Um, from an audio creation standpoint, how do you plan to make audio an immersive experience? Well, they've shown us a little bit from the end of last year, which I could appreciate what they were going for. The answer, though, audio is an important is just as important as visuals, and sometimes it's more the tactile responses you want to hear out of mining and battle um, infiltrate so many layers of the game. There's a great audio team on the engineering and design side. There's a large focus on audio fidelity. Intrepid's perspective wants to create an environment that will elicit emotion out of the players and want those things to be defined um, to the area you are in. Definitely appreciate that. I'm a I love. Is it Eversong Woods in World of Warcraft? Am I saying it right? It's 
to the northwest-ish of Orgrimmar. If if anybody played World of Warcraft, right? I haven't no, played it in years. Anyway, I've got some knowledge, but not that much. I think it's Eversong Woods, but there was like this. I remember when I stepped into it for the first time. It was this very. It felt very magical, right? And there was like beautiful like female voice and you know she's like singing and it sounds all enchanted and it was just really cool and i was like oh my god it is ever song thank you serena and i remember going in there and i would i literally i remember the first time i was in there i was running and doing my quest and i ended up just stopping i literally just stopped and i just like turned the music up and just like listened to the whole thing yeah just took it all in yeah, I just took it all in. And then as I was doing it, I was looking around in the environment and there were like, if I remember correctly, you know, there's a lot of uh, the colors are like more around like the blue ambient sort of auras. Like there's like wisps and stuff and it, it just feels very magical. Granted, it's been ages since I've been, I've played and I've been there, but it was so good. So good, you know? And that was like probably one of my favorite experiences when I, initially played the game as i got to that zone i was like whoa wow. and that's what they, they that's what they're aiming for too they're aiming to like get you immersive in that world and that that sort of immersion level right there with yeah. the sound design with the with the environment changing with the uh weather the sun setting the mm -hmm. aurora borealis like all these sort of things like even the stars like these sort of things sort of add layers to the gameplay not just the gameplay itself but also the immersion of the game like you 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 just walk into a forest and it might be sun setting like the trees the, like the, the shades might be yeah like slowly fading and then going to like a moonlight setting and you see on the stars you mm. see like oh it's this constellation tonight that means something but yeah. all, all these sort of things like are going to bring you within the game and that's what makes it more enjoyable as you just said then yeah, I got I got to be real too. Like one of my my favorite things to do in MMO is like there's the days where I run around and I'm doing like my arena stuff and the days where I do like raiding, you know, then there's like the times when I harvest and stuff, right? And I don't usually do that when I'm online. I usually do that I don't I don't usually do that when I stream. It's usually like what I do when I'm offline. Sometimes I'll be hanging out in voice comms, sometimes I won't. Usually I'll just if the game music is really good too, I'll like crank that music up and I'll just kick back and just run my farming circles or whatever and just enjoy. Now I usually do it when it, the game is like nighttime in the game because I love night times in the game. And uh, I do feel like the, the, what we saw about um, the, the Cosmos like, and I think it was the cleric showcase or whatever video. Yeah. Yeah, I really like what they're going for with the sky. Like that's so my yeah. jam. I, I, I'm still kind of like I think it. I think I. I feel like it would look a little bit better if it wasn't quite as bright. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the setting um, that would actually adjust that. But towards you know, you still see the the ambient colors of everything, but it's not overly as bright. The bright in the setting yeah. isn't as high. I guess. Um, yeah, that's one of my jams, dude. So um, when I remember I saw that, I was like, oh. That's that's nice. I, I hope that the uh, I'd like it if the um depending on like how full like what sort of moon cycle it is will depend on what the lighting is. But I'm not sure yeah. that's too much. But like other games, like even the games that I play, where like um the night time cycles can vary between like very light to very dark depending, yeah. and it might also be foggy at at night as well. So that adds another layer as well. Yeah. So all these different things, 
add layers to the lifetime cycle. It's sort of like you might go out tonight, it'll be fine. Come out tomorrow, it's slightly foggy, so you can't see as far right. distance, but it's not as dark. But the day after, it's like really dark, but it's not foggy, so it's like pitch black, and you need to actually use torches, yeah. light, all the rest of it. And now you're more visible to everyone else, and you're going to get damaged I mean, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that would be sick, dude. Honestly, if they, I don't know if that's something that they'll even go for. But man, if they were able to do that, God, like it's probably one of my favorite things because there's nothing, there's nothing more. Just it's it's such an I guess it's like such an inspiring experience, you know. Like this is the kind of stuff that's fueled my my storytelling for years, like getting me to the point where now I'm telling my stories and whatnot. It was like you know whether I played like a Zelda game or Final Fantasy game or you know it was an MMORPG or whatever it was when. Like the Witcher was great too. Like the sunsets in that game. Oh my god, they were so good. Um, yeah, where you like you're in the game and you're just you're like ah, I feel so much like I'm in this place that you'll n- you'll never see in our world, right? Because of the magical yeah. experience of it. Like whether it's the cosmos, the creatures, the environment. Um, I'm really excited about the fact that there's like an underrealm and glowing, you know, plants and foliage and things of that nature. Um, that's which we haven't really seen much of yet. No, like when I remember the Avatar movie came out when I saw oh, when I saw that movie, I was mm. just like, oh my god, this is so good. Yeah. You know, because you'd never seen you'd never seen uh, like really a movie or a game capitalize on that. And like when I went into the Underrealm for the first time in testing, I was like, I was like, oh, this is nice. This is gonna be fun. Um, yeah, it, it feels it feels different. It makes your your imagination go wild, and that's what. I really think brought a lot of people into Avatar, and I think that's what's going to bring a lot of people into the the Underrealm as well. Which I finally watched the second Avatar movie. It wasn't bad, man. It was actually pretty pretty good. I wasn't sure what they were going to do. Yeah, piggyback off the first one, but then I was like, "Damn, okay." So clearly, yeah. there's like a third one coming. I'm like, "That's pretty exciting." Anyway, side note, yeah. but let's let's talk about our final topic of the day, everybody. One y'all have been waiting for. <laughs> Harvard sounds like yeah he's ready we're gonna, we're gonna talk about this i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna pose the question this is a little old to get to it i know but we gotta yeah. cover it because and also can we talk about how freaking awesome that art image is ah there this was posted june 27th this is dev discussion number 53 on role playing which, by the way, the n- name of today's show is called Just Roleplay because that's all you're actually doing when you're on an alt character who's a bad character. It's not me. It's my character. It's the alt. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm just roleplaying. For example, question for this dev discussion. What systems and features make roleplaying fun? What features help remove hurdles and barriers? Care to take a uh, shot at that, Armitel? Chat, what about you? Well, things like this, right? It's it's like things things that allow you to interact with the world and the the thing that doesn't really have a gameplay element to it. So it's not like it's not going to make you um, stronger or weaker or whatever. But like things, for example, like simple, as simple as adding a signature to a crafted item that says "I'm the one that crafted that." Like that sort of thing that adds to that role play element of. I'm a good crafter. This is what I've made. It's not just a a thing that I've done. Like, for example, like you could maybe do your own 
uh, custom artwork, like like little stamp or logo that you could go on it. So, so you'll see all the approval. Like these little things that sort of give you motivation to be who you want to be within the game. Like to me, role play is like, it's not just uh, playing the game and pretending I'm a, a cult leader, right? It's, it's sort of like, it gives me that motivation to play the game in a certain direction the same way like if anyone's played D&D or you've played any sort of role playing game where it's like uh, Shadowrun uh, Pathfinder, D&D um, all these sort of games you, you're making a character and you got to try and make a story for that character and how would that character react to the world if you're playing that character so for me when I'm saying that I want to go down this route of discovery of the world yeah. It took me down this path of, okay, so if I'm going to discover everything in the world, even if it's bad or good, what what sort of way would I look at it? I'm like, well, I'm not going to see it as the bad thing or a good thing. I'm going to see it as this discovery of the world and not seeing anything as a limitation. So that's that's sort of my way of role-playing my character. And I feel like role-play role adds a lot to how you play a game. Because like, it's all easy to min-max what you want to do, right? It's very easy to do that. But when you add like certain boundaries on yourself and certain certain uh, restrictions on yourself, that's why people like um, hardcore well at the moment because they're adding restrictions to yourself. And it's like, oh, I can't wear five pieces of armor right now because of this reason, or I can't do this because of this reason. It adds another layer of gameplay and it adds that more immersion to that gameplay. So, for example, like maybe you you want to be a druid character and you decide not to wear any heavy plate armor because that's not how what druids do. They only wear leather. They only wear natural materials. That adds a restrictive layer on you. Doesn't mean that you have to do it, but it adds that level of, hey, I'm a druid and I'm going to make sure I'm like the as pure a druid as I can be. So all these sort of things add layers so for yeah. role play purposes let's say you want to be a rogue right you want to be a rogue and you'll do sneaky stuff what would make it more uh role play wise make it more fun for you to be a, a rogue maybe you want to do some sabotage stuff maybe you want to be able to send notes between players pretend to be another player yeah. maybe you want to hide your nameplate and like try and ghost a team and say hey i'm not Simurg. i am dateless a friendly oh. bard and i just want to be part of your <laughs> Part of your guild. Why is that like, gotta be sort of... the reference, bro? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just talking about your old character. I'm I'm trying alt to make the old okay. character more fun. Oh, oh wait, what? My alt character, so, my, like, my my dark character? Yeah, your dark character more fun. Like maybe oh, okay, you okay. want to go to a neighboring mayor city, yeah. uh, node city, and you want to go on there and say, Oh, this this mayor has actually raised your taxes by two hundred percent. And you've done a lot of forgery, you've done a lot of espionage, and now that you've done that has been passed by his secretary or whatever, and then the, it becomes a revolt within the city, and you're, you're the one to, to blame for it, and no one knows but you. I feel like that adds a whole another layer of like gameplay that actually, you're not attacking anyone. You're not doing anything uh, like any physical damage, but you're still doing something that affects the gameplay of the world, and that's, that's sort of something that as a role player, I feel like you'd enjoy. Well, I'm sorry. I was a little distracted by chat, but as a role player, would I enjoy that? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I would. Um, 
I will, I will, I will admit, okay. People give me a hard time, but real talk. I, I've, I've always been attracted to the Paladin character. Um, and this is going to help kind of like lead into my answers to the questions too. I've always been attracted to the Paladin character because of like this sort of like always, they generally are making more honorable decisions. Generally. Yeah. Generally. Right. Not always, but generally are making the more honorable decisions. Like, you know, so on my, on my main characters um, and people saw this when I played like my main character in Hogwarts legacy, um, when I played my Paladin character, like if there's an option to do something negative, like I don't, I don't do it. Like I don't do something that's going to like negatively impact a person, a place or a thing or a creature. Like I always, I always choose the, choose the more, like the more selfless route if there is one, um, because I'm like I'm attracted to that. And that, that's probably because it ties more to like my own internal values as an actual person. Um, but there's a part of you that always wonders about the other side of the coin. And there's a part of you that, that wants to sometimes be a little bad, you know, and you don't do that on your main character because that one's, you know, light bringer. So yeah. you want to see the other side of the coin. You want to role play something different, right? Because it's out of your character. So an alt character is great for that. That's how I view it. And that's why my alt character is a bad boy as bad as he can get. Well, not always as bad as you can get. I, yeah. I generally don't do stuff like griefing, you know, in a game. I don't do stuff like that. But I'll take all the bad uh, dialogue options. Like, yeah. I'll... Mm. I also don't really grief, but at the yeah. same time, if someone annoys me enough... I'll punish a player. Like, yeah, I'll, pun I'll, I'll punish grief. I'll do that. But I'm not going to... Yeah. Here's a, here's a new person. I'm just going to just mm -hmm. attack them for no reason. Like, that's not... Yeah, that's I don't not do my, that. I mean, I don't even generally... Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold on a second. Here. Uh, even even on my main character, like if <laughs> no 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 no, like if there's somebody, if there's somebody that's like kind of being a punk, like I'll still go after him on on any character, right? Mm. But choose your words, sir. <laughs> Clip incoming, baby. Um. But on my on my dark character, I I will usually be a little bit more of a of a of a little shit than I than I will be on my main. Like usually it'll be like ah oh, one time put you down we're good. My my other one will probably you'll probably look for you. I'll probably like look for people by name that I, that I don't like and I'll go after them. I'm not gonna lie, that's what I do with my alt character. He's a bad boy. He's infamous. But see. So yes. things that would also probably add to gameplay would be, so you know how there's a bounty board, right? I'd love to see a reverse bounty board where bad players can put bounties on good players for mm -hmm. people to hunt them down. That would be another layer. That'd be or cool. Even like, for like paladins, maybe. Like sure. you've got paladins have a faith. And let's say if their faith might challenge you, be like, we want you to go hard down this path. Or we, you can choose not to go down this path. For example, like the Holy Crusade. We want you to be against the Tolna. And you could be like, hey, that's that's a bit much for me. But yeah, I, I'm not I'll gonna do that. Buffs, I'll get all these buffs for it though. But if I choose not to do all it, character. I'll get more faith for, yeah. from the toner, more favor from the toner. Or there could be a different god. Be like, hey, stop worshiping the god of retribution. God, join the um the one of uh I don't know growth or something. Right? It's like if you do, you'll get all these benefits, but you'll get you'll get take more damage from retribution now because you've betrayed your god. 
so yeah. but they so these sort of things would also um add more role play elements versus like the gods are contesting for your favor as a follower because you're now a high level paladin like those sort of elements would add more layers to you being like hey i'm a pally i was retribution but now i'm a paladin of growth and harmony but so i get a bunch of growth um benefits to um, being in the forest or whatever, but now I also take more damage from retribution because I betrayed that original god. Yeah, like that. Yeah, and like so, also like if there was like dark, a dark, like an ancient that like hypothetically, right? Let's say yeah, this was a yeah, thing one day. Yeah. Like my all would absolutely do that because it's like you want to know what the other side of like that's like why in Swotor, right? In Swotor, you could be like dark side, you could be light side, right? My Jedi was like as as light side as you could get, right? But I had like Imperial character and like that character, like my Sith character, man, he was as grotesque as you get going dark side, man, looking all kinds of ugly and, and corrupted and dark side, dude. And it was fun though, because you got to experience like, cause I still want to be able to experience like all areas of the game because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's something that too, from a, I feel like this is something that, like, I don't know if I would call this a feature or system, but I definitely feel that having that, that other side where like not everything, you know, as a player runs along the good, the light bringer or whatever, you got yeah. like this dark path that you could potentially take. I think it's like super cool because well now maybe I've been exper- like, this is something good to do when like the game's got like it's peaks and valleys and you're in a valley yeah. and like maybe you're waiting on development or something like that. And it's like, oh, this is a good time to play my alt character where I can kind of experience like the other side of the game that like maybe I don't experience normally on my main when I play predominantly. Um, and that was always like when I would play like my dark side character or something like that, yeah. you know? And there was like all this content that you haven't experienced. And like, so when you got, you know, sort of like two sides that you can approach a game from, then to me, that's good too, because like as a player, I have more to more content to experience um, in that, in those pe- you know, peaks and valleys or specifically the valleys of game development that sort of like um, sort of holds you over. Right. And, and I, and I generally don't really ever get to a point where I've fully really experienced the other side because I'm playing my main predominantly anyway. So yeah. but in regard to the systems and features, uh, I mean, I think t- to me it goes a bit further than um, than um, than just you know emotes specifically. I think there's yeah. like a lot to um, having opportunities uh, via like I think taverns are a good example. Yeah, I think taverns are a really interesting place to yeah. like for role play. Um, yeah, because like you can be like the bar, like being the bartender alone is just like. Because I remember um, back in one of your old podcasts, it was an individual that wanted to be like just a barkeep, right? I can't remember what his name was, but like he was doing like this yeah. whole thing, and that's what his main focus was was being a barkeeper, like being in the tavern. I was like, see that that sort of role play that I like, like adding Damn. restrictions to yourself. Like mm-hmm. when I think of role play, I don't even think about emotes. Like I honestly don't. I think of like self-imposed restrictions when I see role play. So if there's ways that the game itself can sort of like piggyback off of that and give you like this may not be like a big thing. It could be like a title. It could be um, some sort of a role that you can take on in some place. 
you know, for based... example, like what if you got like a a title called like the pacifist or something because you refuse to attack any other player. That's perfect example, right? Like, and and maybe that you know it's based on merit and that is merits measured measured based on you know those conditions of like, oh, I had the option here to could have been peaceful or it could have been you know. You know, and now it's like the option, right? And so it's cool because when you got, I think titles are a really great option for role play because yeah. I generally uh, choose titles that are reflective of my character, like as an archetype. Um, so I'll, you know, I remember like in World of Warcraft specifically, I got all these, like, I get these achievements and I get these titles, and I'd have titles that were like really good titles that like people loved and were sought after, but those weren't the ones I'd actually run with. I was glad I got the achievement. Um, and in, in certain scenarios of gameplay, maybe I'd throw them on for fun role play in that situation. But my character would generally run around with a specific title. And the title would be reflective yeah. of like my character and sort of how he behaved in the game. So title... Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I agree with Serena here. Yeah. Like, um, the title should be oh there consistently. You have to be like with it constantly. So if like you're a that. pacifist, and you attack someone, you should lose that pacifist and you have yeah. to re-earn it back. Because, like, you can't, let's say I'm a pacifist and all of a sudden I start being really, really dark. I can't, yeah, this makes sense keep yeah. that anymore, right? Yeah, like so you're being consistent and you're being like, that's why I feel like if you're like the number one tavern person and you're like high reviews or high standards, and they see like as a number one cook or something, or like you're a lumberjack, like a really good lumberjack, and it's like, um, one of the woods or um, speaker of the trees or something. Like these these sort of things that sort of add that role play element, because I feel like anyone that's a crafter would like to see that little bit of merit. It doesn't have to add like super gameplay changing mm. stuff. Yeah, it's just enough to be like, hey, this is what I focus on, and this is why I feel like I should be respected, and people will respect you for that. Like if you're like the number one blacksmith person, you're like the number one, uh, like the high priest, for example, like of the religion. I think feel like that's a high role as well. Like the the tag of mayor or maybe ex-mayor if you're leaving it like these sort of historical taglines on your character is what makes you makes the storyline for your character I've, sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but no I you're good you're good i totally right. agree with you i think i think especially if the title is acquired through mm -hmm. your player behavior as opposed to i killed a raid boss and you beat him under these conditions you got this title those titles i don't think matter but yeah. if they're based on social behavior in yeah. the game um then yeah absolutely i think that's important because like running around is like the virtuous or something and you're running around like keep agging and griefing people like that wouldn't really yeah. that doesn't really yeah. that doesn't really work you know um you know because that's just like even if there's like tears of virtuous as well like you've been yeah. virtuous for so long you've now got like gold-plated virtuous instead of like oh, yeah. silver or bronze so it's like, I've been virtuous for this long. You can trust me as a character because that's what I've done. Yeah, it's sort of like the title for, for like, um, you know, for master. I always thought like a master, whatever blank title for yeah. a specific um, uh, master crafting, mastery in artisanship yeah. in general, whatever that pathway is. I always thought that'd be a really cool title to for them to sort of like add. Um, I mean, and it's a role that would be a great role play um, element too, because like for someone who like maybe that's their whole purpose, right? Like they're mm -hmm. and there are there are absolutely players that are like that. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> the nameless, the virtuous versus the shitbird. 
I always thought it would be cool to be like a master, whatever in artisanship, whatever your artisanship is. And, and to be able to get that achieved through again, merit uh, yeah. after some level of hard work, um, not just off of hitting mastery, but like maybe there's, you know, there's something that you got to work to achieve and it could be, you know, based off of, be, yeah, it might not just be mastery. It might be like, yeah. uh, you can get mastery, but you're also, him const constantly hitting those like the high tier United roles where you can like get the high level enchantments or like high level crafting mechanics. Yeah. Like, it might be my master, yes. like you, a master of uh, quality crafting or something. Yes, absolutely. So the mini game, for example. Yeah, the mini like game. Armor... Like you're so good at that yep. mini game yeah. that you've now got a title yep. for it. You're not breaking it most of the time. You're either hitting it with, you're hitting it within yeah. the green. You know, every yeah. time you proc it, like you've, you've, honed your skills and now you're able to you know achieve x quality and and or higher without breaking something like that's a that's an amazing like that idea that would make me feel like as a crafter that would make me feel so proud that i was able Absolutely. to get that achievement yeah like you don't have to hit, like let's say you don't have to hit it every time but you have to hit it within like percentage of like 80 percent of the time get it right so there's still a 20 percent yeah. error but you're showing like i am really good at what i do yeah and you can trust me with your materials to craft you what you want i agree yeah, I like that idea, I like a lot. Um, what features help remove hurdles and barriers? <sighs> to me, I think, I think it's what they're. I think if if Ashes can can really stay true to this vision of player agency, that I think is going to remove a lot of hurdles and barriers for for role play. Um, and I say that because I feel that a lot of times because there's a lack of agency there's a lot less option to to role play that's just my yeah. my opinion my experience um based on the the mmorpgs i've played over the years um it's when you lack when you lack player agency um yeah when you when you take away yeah. freedom there's less chance to role play yeah absolutely um and unfortunately i, f I feel that unfortunately that is a trend that has progressively been on the rise for many years now um and as a result we get that sort of cookie cutter mmo you know yeah, and then you get the opposite version where they give you too much freedom and now it is they take away the immersion so you also can't yes yeah like the, like like dream world where you get everything and now it's just like <laughs> you get lollipops and dragons and God. all this other stuff like what what am i meant to be here this is this is like an acid trip you can't like i can't be anything here in dream world the last the last mmorpg you'll ever play per their yeah uh, <laughs> god that game yeah. is just a horrendous mess man yeah so it's like a balanced game of freedom versus not too much freedom gotcha. so you still want you want, you still want a living breathing world but you also yeah. don't want it so like the for example like the cosmetics on the freeholds they have mentioned like it's now an art problem where the art people art development team have to um, try and mesh it going from like swamp land to normal land if you're making swamp cosmetics on your freehold yeah. and you're in the middle of a desert or whatever like that's something that they have to do on their side where it's those transitions and not just making they don't want a sore farm they want a clean transition from freehold to normal terrain so that's why there's no really i believe he said there's no restrictions on what you can place mm -hmm. so i'm hoping that what they do there doesn't break immersion but it sounds like they're going to try and stick with that i wouldn't play with that 
joystick game. <laughs> yeah, saw that too. God, dude. You know, one other thing I thought was really cool um, would be like, you don't usually see this, uh, and I don't think you need it in like in a heavy way, but like just when the environment reacts to you, uh, whether it's like you get stuff on your outfit, you know. Yeah. But uh, another thing is like you know footprints in the snow, um, walking like by, a, yeah, walking by like a bird that flies away. Some things we've yeah. kind of seen them going for. I think a lot of those layers add a lot of role play potential too, though, because you know now if a character's walking through the snow and there's like snow connecting to his boots up his legs a little bit, you know, because you're walking through yeah. like high snow, it goes away after a while. But like little things like that, I think can. Allow for uh, so like for example like Tomb Up running through the forest the trees falling or like before yes. you even see Tomb Up you might see like the birds yep. flying off the trees yes exactly yeah, yeah. That, that sort of stuff yeah. yes I, I completely agree with you yeah, and I've definitely seen hints of them doing that too which is like super mm. exciting um, because yeah. for for like hardcore role players to me that's just great for immersion absolutely yeah. Alfina absolutely immersion brings out the role play like. I am not a hardcore role player. I'm like a, I'm a, like a light role player, you know? Yeah, like even if, you're, even if you're not a role player, you're still playing a character that like, you're still playing a paladin and you're trying to play that role as a paladin. So I feel like you're still role playing a little bit, but not like to the point where you're talking, you're not like taking actions to degrade, degrade, uh, degradate your, uh, your progress within the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, it's like, it's like the subtle thing, you know, when you're um, so like, let's say I'm, I'm leading a group, right? And we're going through the swamp and we've all got stuff on us. And I'm like, you know, kind of talking to my companions. And I'm like, I know we've got this shit all over us right now, but keep pushing through. We'll get it. You know, it's just a subtle little thing that you can say. It helps to kind of like ground everybody in that sort of experience. Yeah. It's all those little things, little little yeah. bits and pieces. For like example, if you're like a, a a fighter, right, and you want to be like a really strong fighter, yeah, you're still role playing a strong fighter. You're like, I'm the strongest. I'm going to do what I want to do. Like you're not going to be like saying, Hey, I'm stronger than you or whatever. But you're going to, you're going to be out there challenging other people. You're going to be out there doing your best to be yeah. the best. So really? even if you're not saying, I'm like the number one swordsman, you're going to be like, I'm going to try and be the best what I, my character wants to be. Absolutely. So like, I, so like even if you're not role playing as such. You can, your 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 personality as a person will still come through as a like if you're if you're a dickhead and um, playing the game, people are going to see your character as a dickhead. Like that's a, so even if you're not role playing a dickhead, people are going to see you as a dickhead. So like, that's true. <laughs> that's true. It, like you're not role playing, but people are still going to see your character as something that you're playing as. So like role play is like. I'm going to be this thing, but not be this thing. It's just like... That's why you don't make those bad choices on your main, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm trying to say, right? I never make, like, really toxic decisions on any character. But, like, if I'm in the lead towards being a bit more of a dick, I'm not doing it on my main. I'm going to do it on the yeah. alt character, who's the bad boy where it makes sense, not the main character. You know? That's Lightbringer. Yeah, I can't remember if they said that like they'll be able to tell if you've got like the two alts are on the same account. I can't remember if they said that oh, they can. Well, you don't have that unless... name, so yeah, you just it's one of those things you have to like learn. I think if you're friends with them, I think you can. But if you're not friends, I don't with them, you can't. That. Yeah, I don't know I if think. that's even 
a thing or not. Because, yeah, because the characters in the guilds are like characters in the guilds, not your account. Mm. Right? Yeah, correct. So you wouldn't have that level of trans. <laughs> no. Oh, you true stuff. <laughs> That's not what that is. That's not what that is. See what they try to do? See what they try to do? This is ridiculousness. Well, that'd be another good thing for Rogue is where like they could dread, like have like a um like have a costume or something. They could like pretend to be a mob and like oh wait and wait until someone goes by and then just like un I un unzip the, the dinosaur <laughs> costume and then starts back into someone. It's like this is uh this is reminding me of the polymorph uh yes, yes. Stuff from a uh APOC or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Malt. <laughs> so um that's actually our uh, that's our topics for today for the show. Believe it or not, it was bad. You know, if only oh. Daedalus was here, he could have had like more of a, a say in how this conversation would have goes. Oh, what a gone. shame! You know, I feel like okay. a part of him's got to be like going. Hmm. He, he's he's making a list. He's making a list. <laughs> Let's see. Once you come in next next week or two, he'll be like he'll just drop this paper, like you know, and he'll be like, all right, point number one. Yeah, it's like a scroll. It's yeah, just like, a scroll. It's just go all the way down. Like, first of all, like first of all, let me open the let me open this. Uh, was it was it called uh, the old Iris paper? What is it called? Oh my um, god, I'm I'm jacking it up. I watched a documentary talking about a scroll that they pull out. Whatever PowerPoint, PowerPoint presentation. Who'll <laughs> be like? Uh, I need you to share the screen, some and capture this real quick, okay? I go by. It'll be the episode where he's like PowerPoint prepped everything. Um, we'll, we'll just have to distract, distract him with the, the fact that Bard will be in the after two. I know, man. That's exciting, man. I'm I am genuinely. I'm so I'm curious what they're going for. Yeah, I'm. I'm super curious. Papyrus. That's right. I was like, I felt like it was papyrus, but I wasn't sure if that was right. Papyrus. Yeah. I was thinking papaya or something, and I was like, that can't be right. I'm thinking about. No, that's a fruit. Whoa, sandal drop when? What the heck is that about? We don't need no sandal drop is for dick. You need to keep that stuff out of your mouth. We don't we don't need anybody speaking that. That I die in the past. Live in the present. <laughs> Friends, stick around if you want to join in for some gaming and chat. Uh, but that's gonna be the end of our show. Um so uh Marcel, why don't you uh, shout out your domain? Let people know where they can find you when you're not on the podcast. Well, I am on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Marcel. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Follow him. Show him some love. It's right there in chat. You don't have any excuses. And friends, this has been a pleasure. Next week, we are going to do a follow-up on the Ashen Forges discussion with Steven. Um, I know we've hinted at a couple of things today in the show yep. um but we'll have time to actually review it and check it out in the meantime um also yeah we might be at the end of today's show but gotta remember you don't have to be on the podcast to be a pathfinder it's in fact every one of you who join us live like you in chat all of the people that have been here in chat to those of you who watch on youtube later um or or even the ones that check it out and listen to it on your drive to work or whatever in the car via all of the podcast platforms. Much love to all of you, to Intrepid Studios. And until next week, friends, live your best lives. Walk in the light. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you again real soon. Bye for now. Good night, guys. Have a good one.